Welcome to Biz Takeouts, sound bite-sized business news to go. I'm your host, Retendo Nyamuda, and today we are recording live from Africacom 2019. Coming up on the Takeouts menu, former Springbok rugby player and now Chief Relationship Officer at Retroactive Agency, Brian Habana. It's time for Biz Takeouts. Brian Habana, very, very excited to have you here. Former Springbok rugby player, yeah. and now you're in technology here at Africom 2019. What exactly are you doing here? Um, so first and foremost, it sounds a little bit weird to be former rugby player, given that it was the greater part of 15 years of my life, and an incredible, you know, an incredible privilege to have not only played for my country, but had the experience that I did for, for most of my rugby career. So extremely grateful for the honor and privilege that I got to be able to represent my country for as long as I did. For the honor and privilege to be able to play this beautiful game of rugby, not only in South Africa, but abroad as well for as long as I did. And again, being able to see the ability that rugby in particular has uh, in galvanizing, uniting and, and transforming a country. You know, I was a 12-year-old boy in 95, sitting in Ellis Park, inspired to pick up the game of rugby. Then, you know, 2007, you know, was there on the field in, you know, in France, in Paris, and being able to come back to South Africa and see what that meant, you know, on the other side of the, you know, of the coin. And then, fortunate enough to, to be in Japan just a few weeks ago, where, you know, Sia Khaleesi became the first black African to lift the Webellis yes. Cup extremely high and yeah. witnessed that on the field. So, you know, extremely grateful for what rugby has given me. Yeah. And... As great as the 15 years were, I'm you know, pretty excited about where this transition phase is going and mm. I think it's great to be at AFRICOM and you know, see so many international people you know, come and share wisdom, experience and ideology about the technological space and advancements that can be possible within South Africa. I launched a digital sports marketing agency called Retroactive uh, in Johannesburg last year, you know, just creating you know, authentic, emotionally connected digital content, not only for clients, but for the consumer as well. And it's, you know, it's been an a interesting ride. How does one make that transition? Because a lot of people in the sports industry might go into like motivational speaking, they might go into an aspect of business, but technology is a very particular kind of business that you've decided to enter. I started studying a BSc IT degree at Rao back in 2001. I never finished, so yeah, I'm not quite sure it was because of me doing more rugby training than Visual Basics or C++ coding. Um, so I've always had a, a good affirmation for technology. I almost forget the amount of iTunes accounts I've had to create for my fellow rugby players. And when Bucky's Buertas phoned you four, four years later and asked what's his password, um, you sort of get thrown, thrown about. So, you know, IT has always been something, you know, I've, I've sort of le levitated towards and like this, it's really interested me. I've been an Apple Mac fan since 2006, I think, because when I bought my first uh, Apple MacBook Pro, uh, you know, I had to unblock my first iPhone in, in 2007. So it's, it's something that really interests me. And I think, you know, given the age we're in, I think the, you know, people talk about the fourth industrial revolution. And I think if you're not tech savvy, if you don't understand, you know, first and foremost, how to do a PowerPoint presentation, um, you know, or read an Excel document, uh, you, you're potentially going to struggle. And I think for me, that transition period, because of how much IT has been a part of my upbringing, um, it, it was sort of an easy, you know, easy, attractive or magnetic, magnetic force to, to lean towards. So still in its infancy. And again, I've been involved in various different financial institutions, growth and not networking, but more engagement perspectives. And hopefully from that point of view, you know, I'll continue growing. Um, 
one or two fintech potential startups in, in the next while or so. So hopefully watch the space. How exactly are you combining rugby and technology? If you could unpack a little bit more about what your business does. From a retroactive perspective, um, opening networks and understanding of you know what it is to actually create a brand while you're playing rugby. When we won the World Cup in 2007, Instagram and Twitter were the furthest thing from everyone's mind. You know, all of a sudden, social media and what type of platform you're on and what type of platform you're engaging your audience on is, is now the the talk of the town. You know, Sia Glisi goes from you know just under 200,000 followers to winning a World Cup and going to just over 400,000 followers overnight. So, um, you know, th- those various elements of seeing the growth and development of social media while playing rugby um, and seeing how important that could be in engaging with brands, you know, with communities. Do you see yourself as an influencer or influencer like, you know, we're terming it now with Retroactive. So trying to mar those different elements of having been a rugby player, have worked with big brands throughout the course of my career. You know, you talk about the Adidas, the, the Gillettes of the world and the HSBCs and you're then, you know, mirroring into that and understanding what brands need at one, um, but also being in a, in a marketing space where currently we're looking for authentic, emotional, connected content um, that people can really engage with um, in, in a space that, you know, people don't really know what's fake or not anymore. And I think if what we're trying to do as at Retroactive is trying to create that emotional attachment you know, between client and consumer that leaves a long-lasting memory. And you, know, you think about terms of MasterCard connected with Priceless, you know, Kodak moments, you know, terms like that that you know, sort of span eternity and you, and you sometimes think, was Priceless ever associated with any other financial institution? Was a Kodak moment ever any other type of moment? It's always a Kodak moment. So I think for us in particular with Retroactive, we're trying to you know, create that authentic, emotionally connected attachment that allows people to connect to the brand in a way in which they, they really feel involved and, and engaged. What is the current market of the business and do you have, do you have any plans to expand beyond South Africa? Yeah, so, so at the moment we, we're mostly South African focused okay. but uh, we're, we're definitely veering into international waters and in certain different elements and, and brands that operate outside of South African shores and you know we've, we've connected with Ryobi for instance who have now going to have the first African women taking part in the Dakar Rally in, in 2020 in, in Kirsten Landman. So, you know, we, we are very South African focused at the moment, given Mike Sharman and, and Ben Kopinski's interest within the marketing space over the last 10 years. But, you know, as a company, we're definitely looking to grow and develop. And I think we might be lined up for, for one or two sports industries award come in end of November, which is, which is not bad for, for year one of, uh, you know, of a startup. And, you know, that element will then hopefully potentially take us on to international waters. And for us, again, you know, the storytelling is great. The digital capture content creation, I think, is, is what we're all about. And being able to lay that on a platform that people can veer towards and, and people can really, really feel uplifted, first and foremost, by. Um, and, I mean, one of our first campaigns, we used someone that had never achieved anything, you know, from a sporting, let alone... Um, political aspect in his life, you know, took him on this journey of going from weighing 130 kilograms to 100 kilograms, taking part in the the Durban Ironman this year, um, you know, transforming his life, and in so doing, we transformed 600 other people's lives in terms of their biogen journey. In terms of, I think we had you know over three, three or four million you know social media insights and engagements, which is which is pretty pretty cool. So at the moment, we're starting local because local is lacquer. And then hopefully from there on, you know, springboarding to, towards international waters. Looking at 2020 and beyond, 
what are your goals on a personal level and what are your goals for the business? I think first and foremost, you know, for myself, I think the transition period is probably one of the biggest talking points you know, within the professional sporting athletes' current um, vocabulary. And for me, you know, I've sort of taken this year off, if I can call it that, to sort of try to discover myself, you know, put myself out there and engage in certain different elements. You know, starting up retroactive last year was was pretty cool, but along that journey I've had you know quite a few ambassadorial roles with MasterCard and HSBC, which has kept me pretty busy. So, you know, if I look towards you know the future, the next two, three years will potentially to become a little bit more hands on within the company. Um, you know, at the moment my official title is uh, you know chief relationship officer and you know in, in that you know trying to first and foremost generate and create more business for you know for our business and in so doing be able to play my part in, in the growth of our business. Given where current tech startups are or startups in general are, I'm not quite sure if you want to sell the business in the next two, three years. Um, but hopefully be able to create something that is of financial value and you know that can pull a salary from but also partake in, in different various elements of growth and you know whether we get bought out by, by a bigger you know, sports marketing agency or whatever it might be. I think for me personally, it's, it's growing within whatever role you know, I sort of want to define myself in. Now, I don't just want to be a part of a business where I'm there because I'm Brian Abana. I want to literally play my part in improving, improving the business. So, yeah, the, you know, the next while or the immediate future definitely is in South Africa for me. Unlike many people, I'm probably choosing to stay. Um, I think it's becoming increasingly more difficult to make that decision. Um, but I, I definitely think there's huge opportunities with, you know, within our particular landscape at the moment to potentially go on and, and, and do some good stuff. And then, yeah, we'll see from there. I think um, you know, the business, I'm not the CEO, so mm-hmm. I, even though I might have a, a vote, I'm not sure I've got the deciding vote on, on where the company is going. But I think we definitely like to grow the business, you know, get a couple of big clients on board, not only South African clients, but hopefully international clients as well. And in so doing, you know, springboard into, you know, something bigger and better and, you know, who knows? In five years' time, if we feel like we potentially want to, you know, move or sell the company on, that you know, there is definitely more than enough value in that to do it. And that's a wrap on today's show. Biz Takeouts. Take it where you like it, when you like it, how you like it.